Welcome to the Peak Performance Greatness Show. I'm Christopher Dedian, founder and CEO of Dedian Enterprises, Inc. We are committed to optimize people's performance with tools such as peak performance speaking, coaching, and consulting programs for a worldwide international community. We believe that the only difference between where you are and where you want to be is acquiring the knowledge you need and consistently utilizing that knowledge to become a peak performing individual in every area of your life. Stick around until the end of the show where we will reveal how you can become the next guest on the fastest growing inspirational educational podcast on the planet in 20 to 30 minutes. Let's go. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Today, we have a special guest, Miss Nayira. How are you doing today? Thank you, fine. How are you? I am doing amazing. So, first thing that we need to do is find out a little bit more about you. So, do you mind just sharing a little bit about yourself? Oh, happily, with pleasure. So, I was born, grown up, and educated in Armenia. And what you see in my virtual background is my alma mater, Yerevan State University, where I got my undergraduate degrees in mechanics and mathematics. Later, I pursued my PhD in Moscow. And in 1992, I got my PhD in optimal control and differential games in Moscow. Upon that, I did two years of uh, postdoctoral type of scholarships in Germany and France. And in 1998, I got an opportunity to come to Georgia Tech as a visiting scientist in the Department of Aerospace Engineering. And that got me attracted into this field of engineering and flight control systems. Later, I applied for a faculty job. I got my first job in Virginia Tech. And in 2008, I was recruited by University of Illinois. Wow. So you are an amazing peak performer, we're going to say, right? Yeah, more or less. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, how do you see yourself, like, well, I'm not even going to say how you see yourself. What do you do to make sure that you're able to tackle your task every day? Because it sounds like you have accomplished a lot. So, like, can you just take us through, like, your rituals or, like, how you even set yourself up to be prepared for just a regular day in your shoes? Uh I can proudly say that I'm a very well-organized person. And what has helped me indeed to stay on track uh, is maybe my good memory. And because I'm very goal-driven and have uh, certain ambitions to reach certain uh, objectives by a certain time frame, uh, I plan everything well in advance uh, so that never to be late, never to be last minute and so on. And that's what has put me maybe on the track to be where I am today. Am I a peak performer? Uh, maybe you're better to judge. I know lots of people who perform much better and that keeps me going, uh, aspiring to something better all the time. So who would you say are some of your inspirations? Uh, inspirations as people or as, um, um, I don't know. Uh, inspiration, I can be inspired by good music every day. Okay. Okay. I like it. Like, but, like it doesn't matter. I want to know anything that just kind of like drives you, helps motivate you, like gets you in that headspace, you know? Uh, it's, uh, 
it's uh, never to die. Always walk forward and uh, always keep your balance. Uh, just to keep your balance, you've got to keep moving every day, right? That's a mm-hmm. famous quote from Little Prince and on the syntax Uberi. If you want, life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you've got to keep moving all the time. Um, and finding genuine curiosities. I never do anything for a check mark. I do things if I'm interested in doing it. I care for people a lot. And I think that matters a lot for me because I am in education industry. I always want to make sure that I have positive influence over my students. And um, being always surrounded by young people who are aspiring to achieve more and being able to help them achieve their goals is what keeps me going. And when I see the burning curiosity in their eyes, how the students want to learn more, to go one step further, and how I feel that with my track record, I can help them achieve their goals. It keeps me going. So what exactly do you do for students? Because I've heard so much dealing with the education field, Georgia Tech, Illinois University. So are you somebody who pretty much helps them learn or do you help tutor them or do you just do it all? Or like, what exactly? I help them in everything. I help them learn, develop good habits for learning more and more. I help them to face the peer competition and to face it with healthy attitude. Mm-hmm. I help them to explore more knowledge in interdisciplinary research by building a right network for their particular interest. Uh, some students have interest to continue in academia. Some, some have interest to go to industry. And I make sure that they, they are on the right path. They take the right internship. And, uh, they get the right mentors on time and go to the uh, correct place eventually for them. Uh, I also started a company, if you know, uh, in 2015. So I work a lot with my company team uh, that works uh, serving the society, how to deliver value to the customers uh, based on their needs. And the fact that I apply myself in multiple different ways uh, and always try to be impactful and helpful, I think it what helps me going and helping me having the impact. Okay, so what what are some difficulties that you have had to face to pretty much put you to where you're at? Like, what are some things that you had to overcome? Oh, uh, lots of the things. Uh, lots of the things in this country had to do with my unknown pedigree for the major competitive environments. Mm. And to convince people that despite the pedigree, I have done my hard work, my due diligence, and I'm ready to compete. Uh, first of all, to grab that seat at the table and then to lead. Uh, I mean, it has been quite a bit of challenge. Uh, people are very non-receptive to education and degrees coming from other countries. And it took me a long path to prove uh to eliminate this bias in people's mindset. Mm. Uh, If not for that bias, if I had the same type of pedigrees that are well adopted in this country, MIT, Berkeley, Stanford, Caltech, then obviously I would have had a lot more uh, stronger track record today, maybe in the mindset of others and critiques and people like you. However, uh, with hard work, I was able to prove 
and deliver um, on various competitions and to prove the value uh, for my students that it's worthwhile to be in this research field. It's worthwhile to pursue your passion and to move forward. So what are some of the excesses, successes that you have experienced that bring you closer to your passion? Um, you mean success stories? So, yeah, certain success stories that make you and keep you in what you're doing. It's mostly uh, delivered through students' commitment to the work. Mm -hmm. So uh, when you're in education industry, you need to understand that this is education industry. And while the departments are evaluating us, for example, based on the number of sponsored research dollars, publications, and so on that we produce, uh, the number one argument in all this process for me, is always the student, serving the student's needs. Students are kind of the customers of education industry. And I work with students to make sure I clearly understand their interests and their future career goals. When I'm understanding that well, then I'm able to connect it with sponsors to get the right projects for them so that they can work on these projects with joy, with pleasure, and with dedication commitment. And that helps me to connect both ends and uh, stay on path, more or less like that. Okay, I like it, I like it. So can you give me an example of one of the toughest connections you had to make or toughest situations that you had to overcome dealing with being in the education system? Uh, tough situations can be different. There, there can be with uh, some of the unfair competition that I had to face, as I said in the beginning, some tough situations can have to do with the nature of some of the students who come from kind of different cultures, different social backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And having a lab where I have continuously 25, 30 students, um, and one day we counted 18 languages being spoken in the lab, and how to maintain the balance and how to help everyone feel equal, everyone feel uniformly treated in this lab, it's important. Uh, so talking of personal details, obviously I don't want to discuss or bring up any stories here because if this is on YouTube, then some of them may watch and associate with themselves. Uh, I don't think it's meaningful or helpful in this context, especially when we're trying to be sensitive with respect to people. Mm -hmm. However, uh, life has brought challenges, right? And every challenge requires to take a deeper look into it. Uh, not everything can be scalable, right? So we all always look for scalable approaches, scalable attitude, but certain things require in-person, more in-depth approach. And that takes time, that takes commitment, and my desire to be helpful to everyone to support them in their pursuit is what drives me forward. Mm, I like it. I like it. So what is an example of something that you would claim is scalable and not scalable, especially dealing with the education system and what you do? Every organization, be it a university, be it company, has its rules and protocols of operation, which are very important. Like U.S. has a constitution. Mm -hmm. But this constitution starts with three magical words, with the people, right? 
And it's very important to understand the role of the people. And while certain rules are established for everyone and have to be uniformly applied, there are certain situations where we have to be more careful to understand a particular person's critical needs. Like the, uni the university has these monthly trainings, cybersecurity training, ethics training, sexual harassment training, uh, modules that we get on a monthly basis to do all these trainings. These are scalable um, training modules that everybody gets to stay uniformly on the same page and have same level of awareness. However, in my lab, uh, uh, I have more in-person interaction with every student to understand what drives them, what's their inspiration, how to define their project so that they commit with their maximum soul, maximum uh, attitude for the success of that project. Um, when I just started my faculty career, I was more driven by my personal ambitions. I wanted to advance the state of art in science, technology in a particular way. And having this ambition and goal on my mind, I was taking the students, assigning them projects and expecting them to be high performers, deliver all the time and so on. In few years, I realized that that's not what gets the best out of every student. And I stopped giving them assignments. <laughs> now I let them choose their topics, drive the research and I support it. I play more background role than being the forefront leader. Even though I'm in a background role, um, there are certainly leadership ideas instilled in the lab. However, each of them feels that they are working towards their interests. So I help them define their interests, find their passion, and I support them so that they reach their maximum realization. All right. Well, Wow, you have definitely helped me to see a very different perspective. And I hope our listeners have understood that there is definitely more ways to attack things whenever you're learning and whenever you're helping or educating people. And Ms. Naria, I just want to say I appreciate your time. Do you have anything else to you want to add or? It's up to you. Um, if you have more questions, I'm happy to take those. That's all I have for today. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on your podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Christopher Devian here. Thank you so much for listening to the Peak Performance Fitness Show. If you're a successful entrepreneur or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit our website at peakperformancegreatness.com. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot of your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. If you know somebody that could be a great guest, please tag them on social media to let them know about this program. And don't forget to include the hashtag Peak Performance Fitness. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We regularly put out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episode, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Your thumbs up, rating, and review go a long way to help us promote this show, and it would mean a lot to me as well as my team. You want to know more? Go ahead and visit our website at peakperformancegreatness.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or my YouTube channel at Christopher Didier. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Have a blessed and grateful day.